Okay, for the Purpose Critique Review, Positive Vibes and Everything Educational, the Shiny Squirrel Podcast proudly not uh, stilled any information or any product rights or anything, proudly presents... It's the Shiny Squirrel Podcast, the Nerdlings Podcast. I'm WC Chronicles, your senior host, and over here, who made the announcement in before that music interlude? Is Jersey Mike, and it's great to be back into the compression of Las Vegas, meaning no prairies, mountains, and everything. We're compressed in a valley, and I'm glad to be back in the sweltering heat. So, what we are doing, we are six feet apart. We are wearing our masks, so we might be a little bit muffled here in the studio. We are doing podcast number 428, where we are up. He's got his finger up. Let me ask you a question. Ask a question. Did you ever think in your lifetime you'd be allowed in a bank or a casino with a mask on? Now that's a very good point. Facial recognition, you know. I, I'm I'm waiting for somebody to wrap tinfoil around their face. <laughs> so anyway, it's at podcast number four twenty-eight. We are doing a dissection of the entire Back to the Future soundtrack collection and every track that's been ever played. We are up to track number six. This is the Back to the Future Overture by the Out of the Time Orchestra. Now that's done by Alan Silvestri, and there is a reason why we were playing the Chips California TV theme song from that. Alan Silvestri, who is basically the conductor and the uh, writer, the author of all the orchestrated music from Back to the Future, this is track number six, he actually wrote the theme song to Chips, the theme song. Who doesn't know Chips? California Highway Patrol, what a show. Yeah, so, I mean, this man has had a huge career. I'm not even going to try to say everything that he's ever done. But I kind of want to crack into his thinking process here, his head, his brain, to understanding some of the music here. So I wanted to start with Chips because you hear it, it kind of does that build up. It's got the kind of synthesizer, a little updated uh, the time period, all through his career on different soundtracks. So anyway, let's get to the first one. Let's do the full score that we all know and love from the movie because you hear it, it just inspires you no matter what. Here it is from the album, track six, back the Out of Time Orchestra doing Back to the Future Overture. Overture, eight minutes and 19 seconds.
There you have the 8 minute 19 second from the album Out of Time Orchestra doing Back to the Future Overture. Hey, that's longer than I lasted in my love life. I haven't had a date or anything in over nine years. Or I had a couple dates, but they don't last. Eight minutes? <laughs> well, be a record. Well, you can go know. back to the future. You have the power to oh, go back I, to the future. I, listen, <laughs> as long as it's with that thing that they say, you know, compresses the garbage, whatever was that, the garbage eater? Remember he put the soda in? Star in Wars? The, no, no, in the back, uh, the back of... Oh, uh, the Mr. Fusion. Yes, we need a Mr. Fusion. You can have a Mr. Fusion. <laughs> so, coming in, that's Alan Silvestri. Now, he's done a lot of... Uh, his career is huge. Look at it. We'll put a link. I'll put a link down in the uh, description. But he did... You know, if you listen to the music of the Chips theme, the A-Team theme, it's all got that kind of mild and then boom, build up into an, an explosion of music. He's also done the scores for Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, just to name a few. Now, that particular track of the uh, Back to the Future Overture, it was edited down to a five-minute version for an international release going to countries like France, Germany, Australia, Canada, Japan. And it was the B-side that I never knew this they released of Johnny B. Good when Marty wow. McFly sang. Very different, very different. Very much this. Yeah, very. I'm interested very much in steering this because Johnny B. Good was like the what was that Moon Moonlight Under the Sea dance? Yeah, the Under the Sea Enchantment Enchantment Under the Sea dance. <laughs> so I found some different versions of the out of, uh, the uh, Back to the Future overture. So let's play one right now. This is basically you know who the actor was who played Marty McFly's father. Yeah, Crispin Glover. I love him. My favorite movie he played in was At Close Range with uh, Christopher Walken and Sean Penn. He is a strange oddball character, but an eclectically interesting one. Masterpiece of being a nerd. There you go. That, that's going to be his autobiography. But anyway, I found this brass, this one guy, he plays basically five instruments to create a brass quintet. His name is Seb Skelly. And I'm, his link's going to be down in the description if you want to go see this. But he plays all the parts of Out of Time, of the Back to the Future Overture. Let's hit it.
Is the first video of uh, Film Stuff October. I think that's what I'm calling it. Uh, nothing really works with film in October, but if you've got a better suggestion. Okay, that's a little bit of Skeb Skelly. Obviously, he's British because he's a little bit of a British accent there. And his rendition of doing Back to the Future Overture. P total brass section, playing all five parts on the horn. And that's not something you usually hear on the overture like that. Nope. I wanted to see a French horn or a tuba, like old school, but that was neat. I'd be curious to see, I mean, because I, I don't have much time to do the research on these. I'd like to see a saxophone version. Who, was, who played the saxophone? Uh, Ron Howard. Yeah, yeah, from Happy Days. <laughs> you know, you could, remember the Kevin Bacon game that they used to play, maybe they still do, Bacon Six, where they, you, you start with an actor, and then you trace it back to an actor. They were on a project with somebody, and eventually you can always get somebody like six degrees of separation back to kevin bacon wow let's get to our next track here a live version of the back to the future overture this is basically alan silvestri directing the vienna symphony orchestra from 2011 a live in concert version
All right, they do it. There's Alan Silvestri doing it live. Hope you can understand me. I hate wearing the mask, but we got to do it this way. Alan Silvestri doing it live in concert, and they've done that in several times in different parts around the country. Not necessarily Alan Silvestri's directing, but showing you clips of the movie while the music is played live in front of you. Live audience within a foot of each other, six inches. Wow, does not bring back old school memories. Now, there was something else I was mentioning, because he's there doing the conducting. Did you, when you were young, like maybe five or six, you saw Bugs Bunny doing it, so you were like, oh, well, I want to try that, and you got a pen or something, a ruler, you got up on a little box, you turned some music on, and you were doing the thing, waving your hand around, directing the music. With or without your pajamas with feet on. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> One of the best memories right there. So, I got another version of uh, Out of Time, the uh, Back to the Future Overture. This is basically a pure piano version. It's done from what's... I'm going to share all these in the link. It's the uh, Sebastian Rides Music from an album called Once Upon a Time, the Cinemas, Volume 4.
the uh, Sebastian Rides music doing Once Upon a Time at the Cinemas Volume 4 doing a piano version of the uh, Back to the Future Overture. What do you think of the piano compared to the brass horns by Seb Skelly? This is nice and soothing, like being in a piano bar in a nice elegant place with a one of those scenes set in a movie or in a show. You don't come from that world, but it's nice to visit, and it's soothing. Very nice. Here it is. So, you know, I wanted to look at the career a little bit of Alan Silvestri, of what he's done, and he got, I, I found a very rare track here of his. This is going back to, what we're going to close the podcast out with, back to 1972 when he did the score. You got something to say? No, no, I'm just listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> 1972, he did a movie score for a, a movie called The Doberman Gang. Now, I haven't watched it. You can actually see it for free on YouTube. It's basically where a clever con artist teams up with an animal trainer and they uh, train Dobermans to rob banks. Nice. Okay? Nice. <laughs> so here he is. He's teamed up with a guy named Bradford Craig. The person singing the voice is a lady named Mercedes Hall. Going back to 1972, and I think this is kind of weird because when you hear it partway through the song, you're going to hear some rustling paper. So I think this might be actually a... Demo? A demo in the works. There you go. Demo in the works. Wow. So let's close it up, podcast out with this until the next one when we continue the look at the Back to the Future soundtrack dissection. When your day is done and you've no place to run, no place to go. Bridges burn, and you've no place to turn. Where will you go when the love you heart, the love you keep inside, begins to show? That's when you will need, that's when you will need someone to love. Oh, please let that song go.